Hey there, trailblazing women. Mark your calendars for the Women Thrive Summit, happening March 18th to the 22nd, 2024. Join us for five empowering days of inspiration, connection, and growth. Unlock your potential with workshops led by industry leaders, panel discussions, and networking opportunities. Don't miss this chance to amplify your voice and thrive together. Visit womenthrivesummit.com to grab your tickets today. That's womenthrivesummit.com. Welcome. I'm your host, Ramonda Jan, the founder of Women Thrive Media, visibility expert and inspirational speaker. I founded this global community for women, so every woman who is starting or running a business can feel like she has found a place to belong. So every woman is empowered to use her voice and share her message with the world. Hello and welcome to today's podcast episode. I'm excited to have you here for another amazing interview with one of our special guests from the Women Thrive Summit. Today we're talking about healing the root of your trauma by accessing your subconscious mind. And today my special guest is Paige Frisson. Hi Paige, how are you today? Hi everyone. Oh, I'm so great. Thank you so much for having me. It's going to be an amazing conversation. I think so. I think it's so important to actually uncover what is our subconscious mind. And I know a lot of people who have struggles with uh, trauma or anxiety, depression, and actually perhaps not being able to put their finger on a root cause. So today we're really diving much deeper in. And who else would be better guests than our amazing Paige today, who is subconscious health practitioner and professional writer. She's also a poet and she has an integrated practice called Inner Realm Wellness LLC, where she aids clients around the world in processing trauma and this um, this ease on subconscious and therefore sustainable levels. Her work is fueled by losing a decade of her life to anorexia, severe depression, anxiety, self-harm, and various traumas, and as well as ineffective prescription medicines. So today she is free of all of those uh, things in her life, and she's, of course, here to share her story and empower you with new knowledge and information today. Paige, welcome. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. It's been such a long journey. This journey together with you in the Women Thrive Summit has been hands down unparalleled. I'm still integrating everything we've done prior and beyond the summit. It's going to be a ripple effect. I know it of just integrating everything that's come to the surface. Me being able to even share that story, you know, of losing a decade of my life is a newer thing. And I know that I'm able to do it to be of service to those who are also struggling, who maybe don't have a voice, who can't own what has happened in their lives in order to really heal. And that stunted me for a long time. I couldn't own some of these more shameful parts of my life until recently. And it's in doing so that I know I'm liberated to be able to truly show up knowing that my life is what my life is and yours is what yours is too. And there's so much worth and value there. We just have to really help each other to have the right resources to heal. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, 
there has always, we're talking about something quite sensitive, um, such as trauma or anxiety or depression, which, as you say, a lot of times comes with um, inner feelings of shame and guilt, not being to freely speak of it. So freeing yourself, liberating yourself of it gives you so much freedom and self-empowerment. So I'm excited that today's conversation is talking about it, of course, just to warn our audience, this might be a sensitive topic. We will be talking about trauma and healing. But I hope you are listening to this with open mind because there are tools, um, there are opportunities for you to heal and really look much deeper within. So where do we begin, Paige? I have so many questions for you, but where do we even begin in this conversation today? My goodness. Well, you know, I would like to just name for whoever's listening to this, that trauma for me was probably the biggest blind spot in my own healing journey. I was in multiple treatment centers and trauma was talked about left and right. And I honestly dissociated every time I heard that word. I studied trauma in school. I understood it from a textbook perspective, but when it comes to like feeling your own life's you know, wounds and healing the feelings that are underneath what your brain might being able might be able to understand. That's the subconscious. And so we can chat about the subconscious, but I really just want people to understand that it's okay if you don't even know what trauma is, that doesn't mean you don't have it. So I just want to preface this by saying that, you know, everyone to some extent has trauma and the reason why that's necessary, it's not necessarily to normalize it or to invalidate anyone's experience. But when I was in treatment, I would be hearing people's stories left and right about, you know, like abuse and assault and childhood things that had happened and certain incidents. And I'm comparing myself. I'm like, oh, well, that didn't happen to me or I didn't have that. So mine must be you know, not a big deal. And two years ago, I reclaimed 20 years of memories that I didn't know were repressed. And so when they came to the surface, just that fact alone, that they had come to the surface at all, that there was a blackout within me, that there was fragmentation, that is by textbook, the definition of trauma. So no one is to say to you, what it is or what it isn't. If you're struggling, there's reason for your struggle and there are resources available to help you through it. Wow, and I know you've been through quite a journey yourself, but just to dive in deeper into the causes of trauma. So how do we actually create more self-awareness around the root causes of our trauma and how could it manifest in our lives? Yeah, so I love this question. It's such a big question. Most importantly, it helps for people to understand that we process infinite amounts of information every second. We take in our environments through our senses, our eyes, our ears, nose, mouth, and sense of touch. So when we are in certain moments of our life, often in this lifetime, it's from ages conception to seven when our brains aren't fully developed, things are happening to us and around us that we have no control over. And our brains are taking screenshots or snapshots like a camera to remember the exact sensory environment we were in at the time of that perceived threat. 
So this could be as simple as like mom leaving the room and us perceiving abandonment. It could be as complex as like something happening, like we were dropped as babies and we had like a structural trauma, or it could be even bigger than that, which I know everyone's memories and imaginations are capable of formulating what that might be as a kid. So our brains remember and our bodies remember the color of the wallpaper that we were surrounded by at the time that we were in the crib and we were crying and screaming and nobody was around. And those types of threat responses continue to show up in present day unless and until those root environments are upgraded to match us where we are presently. So we're constantly operating on old loops, similar to a computer. If you don't update the computer, there's viruses, there's all these types of old programmings that start dominating. And until we can bring that software up to present speed, it's going to keep having lags and bugs and things that aren't operating effectively. So trauma is really wild because for some people, we know in society that it's this original occurrence. It's something that happened, but it can be more fluid than that. It can also be chronically being in a fight, flight, freeze, or fawn response. And so if we get inundated with perceptions of unsafety, regardless of if something happened or didn't happen consciously, that makes sense to you, our body is still in stress mode. So we have to unpack, we got to go into and figure out where are those memories coming from? What was the original moment that the brain and body were like, oh gosh, I'm not safe. I need help. And those requests and needs that we had at that time that couldn't be met continue showing up in present day as, for example, behaviors of people pleasing or, you know, not being able to ever say no or hyper productivity or perfectionism or abuse of addictive behaviors, substances, um, eating disorders, you name it, anxiety, depression, all those thought loops start being triggered as a response to something. And we perceive that it shows up in present day as a response to like, oh, my friend just texted me and I started getting panicky in my chest. Or, oh, I just saw a weird stranger on the street that made me uncomfortable. We perceive that it's happening because of that occurrence in the present, but they're actually stemming from old memories. So the last way to really break this down, and I'm hoping this is helpful, is when it comes to locating the root of where those occurrences happen. They usually come from three different places. The first is present life, of course, and like I said, a lot of that is conception to seven. The second is past lives, which subjective to the client, we can go there or not. It depends on what people are open to. But when we can journey into infinite consciousness and find if there's memories from AD or BC, where you might have had a different body and you might have been a certain age where you couldn't communicate or have a voice, that's a trip. And then the third place that you might locate these original occurrences is generational trauma. So whether that's mom's side or dad's side, we subconsciously inherit certain things that weren't our choice or our control, but we can heal those in this lifetime. That's part of why we're here. So that is my take, subconscious perspective of trauma in a nutshell. Wow. And obviously it comes from a lot of the modalities that you have studied along the way. Just touch on a few very briefly. I have another question brewing me, but because when we're listening, just so you, the audience can understand where all of this knowledge and information is coming from. 
Absolutely. So I use an integrative system to help people process those integrated memories and raise their vibration, raise their consciousness to meet you in present day so that you can live a life of optimal health and wellness. And so the system that I incorporate is Eastern Western medicine combined. We use muscle reflex testing, which you'd find in a chiropractic office. We all have the ability to have this biofeedback system in ourselves, but we'll muscle reflex test certain things in the body that are having reactions and we will harmonize those reactions. Other modalities include chakra alignment, um, holographic repatterning, which is amazing. It's a somatic uh, system where we can repattern the ways that our bodies get stuck and upgrade them to our fullest potential. And then we also have like shamanic principles. We have traditional Chinese medicine, the five element theory. We have Ayurveda, which you'd find more in like an acupuncture space. So we include all these different things in one instead of having to find 20 different practitioners to do each individual thing. That's pretty incredible. And, you know, because it shows and the way you speak him explaining these topics, if your knowledge was at a surface level, <laughs> you wouldn't be going as deep. Okay, I'm curious. We're talking about unlocking our subconscious mind. What does subconscious mind look like? And what is the part that it plays in relation to the root cause, which is perhaps trauma? Absolutely. So on a basic level, the subconscious mind by statistic is 95% of our brain. It's the dominant, reflexive, involuntary part. So for example, we don't tell our hearts to beat. Our hearts just beat naturally. We blink, we breathe, we sneeze, we cough. All of these things are involuntary responses. So if you go to a doctor's office and they hit your knee and the knee starts having that innate reflex, that is the reflex of the body that's being controlled by the autonomic subconscious part. So we can understand that pretty readily in the body, right? Because we all have hearts. We're like, yeah, I don't tell my heart to beat. It just naturally does. But how does this show up in emotions, right? So if you think about an iceberg, this is the greatest metaphor. When you imagine an iceberg in your mind, all we see is the tip. We can only see that boat, that Titanic ship that's going straight for that iceberg. It only can see that 5%, the conscious part. The conscious part is what we can tangibly see. We're like, hey, there's an iceberg. I see it's coming. It exists because I see it, right? But under the surface, we can't see that 95%, the boulder that's underneath. And so because it's invisible, because we can't see it, it's hard for us to believe that it exists. This is why when it comes to like energy or spirituality, people struggle to really understand what that means entirely, partially because it's innately a mystical experience and it's subjective to the person, but also because we can't see it. So how do we believe it? How do we know it? How do we feel it? So subconsciously, when we're working with that 95% of the brain, I'm going to help clients journey through it using its own language. The subconscious has its own roadmap. If the Titanic ship knew that that 95% of the glacier was under the surface, it would have rerouted very easily, but it didn't know. And so unlike a conventional processing method like talk therapy, we're not just going to talk about what's going on because you know what's going on and you're very smart and you're going to analyze and you're going to understand. It's like, what are we going to do about that pattern? What are we going to do about those thoughts of I'm not worthy or I'm not good enough? 
And so we use the subconscious, that muscle reflex test to connect with the invisible. The body knows our next best steps. The heart knows where we need to go. We're going to reprogram the mind to follow the heart space, which has memory of all of those original occurrences that we talked about. So when we can locate that root memory, which is always subconscious, and I like to say to people, whatever we're not consciously choosing is subconscious. So when we can go to that memory of, I never chose to be in an environment when I was a kid where uh, both my parents left from the dinner table and I was left to fend for myself, like that was never something you would have chosen for yourself. And it happened anyway. So something that we're not choosing that's happening anyway, whether it's in our body or our emotional patterns, our behavior is subconscious. So we get to that memory, we upgrade that memory to present day experience, and then our body starts regenerating the way that it's designed. Uh, that's pretty incredible. And, you know, such a deep inner work, because a lot of the times some uh, healing methods only touches on one layer, as you say, maybe just talking therapy or just do meditations or, um, you know, just other practices. But I feel like this is really at the root cause, at the um, going much deeper underneath to truly sustainably heal you. So, uh, Paige, I want to ask you, how did you find yourself helping people process trauma and what set you up on this path of healing others? Oh, yes. Thank you for this question. This has been honestly the first moment that I'm able to share this out loud. So it's newer in my conscious awareness, which is really powerful. I never thought that I would necessarily be helping people process trauma until I did this work on myself religiously for many years. And I'm thinking, wait a second, we're not just working with memories. Memories are trauma. Memories that are stored, that are archived in that subconscious have been holding on for protection for decades and months and weeks and years until we were safe enough to process. So when we understand that everybody has trauma, like physical trauma looks like headaches. Physical trauma looks like an old bike injury. Physical trauma looks like autoimmune disease or cancer or any type of diagnosis. Because when we know that the body's designed to heal, we know that the physical symptoms are directly connected to emotional unprocessed memories. So those memories, when they have to go to that confined place of I'm not safe and I have to keep this stored, then they develop this emotional charge. And emotional charge has this electricity in the body that creates inflammation, arthritis, certain wires in the brain that tell us all the thoughts that we think when we're depressed, like I'm not going to make it and I hate myself, right? So all of these things are connected. And so when I had this aha moment, I was like, wait a second, we're not just like finding memories, although that's really cool. We're processing the trauma that's associated with that memory. And so over and over again, I'm seeing clients that struggle with some type of trauma, whether they name it that or not subconscious stored memories are all traumatic in nature and how that client perceives it is up to them. I'm not going to story for them what happens. They're going to really figure out on their own what that environment was like for them. And we just dip our toes in. We just observe it in a really present way with certain energy that can shift it naturally, which is powerful. And recently I attracted somebody into my life 
who's so amazing. And um, she is a trauma-informed practitioner as well. And she and I did maybe two or three sessions together so far. And she's like, Paige, I've been doing this work forever. I know what trauma is. I teach people about trauma. I can tell you what happens to the brain and the body and the spirit and the nervous system. The second that you get triggered, I could talk about it all day, but I have never in this period of time, three sessions, unlocked memories that have shown me things I never would have thought to access. And that's the thing. Like we're never going to consciously make our way into the conscious mind as into the subconscious mind as much as we try. As much as we try, we can't access the subconscious through the conscious. So we have a whole different methodology to do it, to help people just go about it really gently. Wow. And I can relate to that as well, because I think when we have experiences, um, whether it's a trigger or we hit a roadblock, right? We just keep hitting the wall with something or something is just doesn't feel like we're able to make a breakthrough. And constantly stuck in this loop, constantly stuck in this loop. And this loop is an indication that something is off, something needs working on. And I myself, you know, I kept hitting a block within my business all the time. On a conscious level, I knew there was something wrong, but I couldn't tell what it was. I couldn't tell there was an experience when I was a child that this happened and this is what caused it and this is the final manifestation of that trauma or how big or small that trauma was for me. The conscious mind could not get there until I sought out for help and that helped unlocked and created the journey for healing which made huge lasting effects for me personally. It wasn't anything huge but that alone has changed my life because it unlocked parts of my journey my success to the next thing and this work is just so so powerful wow well thank you so much for sharing that and it's brilliant because oftentimes the conscious mind what controls our conversation right now the thoughts that i'm thinking and what i'm choosing to say that's like a logical analytical part and society wants us to understand everything in the mind and wants us to really get it and have answers and in result in response to that we make up stories that aren't true and we hold beliefs that aren't true all of these impressions are programmed from a different part of us and so a lot of us as adults are walking around as like emotional children in a way because we didn't have the resources to do the work that was required or that is required to get us to the next level. And what's so powerful about what you shared, Ramonda, is like we would never consciously think because it doesn't make logical sense. We would never consciously think that when I was a kid mm-hmm. and I had trauma, regardless of whether or not I know what it was that that part of me is responsible for not scaling my business or is responsible for not being able to be confident or is responsible for the money in the bank account or the lack thereof. It doesn't make logical sense that this wounded inner child who just needed the basics like love and attention and care and safety would then show up in a professional way. And at the same time, our fear, anger, depression, rage, sadness, every single time we feel an emotion, it's triggering every other memory we've had where we felt that emotion. And so unless and until we get to that root, 
it's going to keep being triggered in various ways. And it's important to know that like we're all human. And so we're going to get triggered in our lives. That happens. That's natural. But I do like to view it as a game because when we can kind of play this whack-a-mole game and we knock down one memory and then maybe two more come up, right? Um, we increase our capacity to hold. We increase our capacity to be with, to integrate. And the more healing we do, which you shared, right, is life-changing for me too. The more healing we do, the more we know how to do it, the more we self-heal, the less intense the triggers are, the less frequent they'll be, and the more equipped we'll be to be in our agency with our own healing process of like, soon before long, and this has happened to me, because I do this subconscious work with myself as well, I will be triggered in a moment where I'm like, oh, instant dysregulation, what happened? What sensations may have triggered that? What thoughts was I thinking? What age does this remind me of? Okay, what's my next best choice? What did that part of me need at that time that she didn't get? And how can I give that to her now? And it's instantaneous. And so then the body starts to re-regulate. Physiologically, I come back to base. My chemistry goes back to alignment and I get to move on with my day. And it doesn't take me over and it doesn't knock me out. And I just wish with such passion for everybody to have this same toolkit so that they can pick and choose and start discerning what they need when they need it. So we can live a life of just absolute full potential. Yeah, it's amazing. It honestly is amazing. And if I may share just a snippet of the part that for me was holding me back, it was actually um, fear mechanism or trying to protect myself from being too successful than somebody else, right? Because that posed danger in bullying or having adverse effects from someone that I've experienced this sort of reaction so is that competitiveness and imagine like you're not able to break through to the next level of your potential or success for no reason whatsoever than what your mind is relating your childhood experience to when I was experiencing when I was five six years old right more successful or more advanced or having more meant danger and my brain kept protecting me from that so I was like why can't I break through why is this happening <laughs> it's, just, it's insane how our adulthood um conscious mind still relies on the imprint from your childhood and this is some of the things you're speaking of and it's just so so powerful and it's life-changing truly amazing page um i i, I want to keep picking at this because <laughs> but i am also aware to be respectful of our audience's time today at least today <laughs> but we've got so much more coming for you so don't go away yet because Paige is actually one of our speakers at the Women Thrive Summit. This is our annual event that's happening every March. And Paige, Paige has got a talk for us. Uh, what is it about and who or why people should attend this talk? Yeah, so I will be speaking Friday, March 24th, 12 p.m. Mountain Time. Okay, so get out your time zone converters if you need to. So I'll be speaking about how to heal subconscious programs to master your conscious life. We are going to expound on our conversation today a lot. We're going to talk about three different principles. A lot of people here, I'm sure, have heard of the mind-body-spirit connection, which is so imperative for holistic healing. 
but I like to break it down into a similar but different verbiage, which is spirit, science, and soma. And soma is all about the body. So this is going to be a beautiful way to unpack what the subconscious is, how to identify it in your day-to-day, certain stories that have transformed my life doing subconscious healing work, and how I know in my bones that you're designed to heal regardless of diagnosis, limiting beliefs, or life circumstance. And I want to prove it to you. And more importantly, I want you to prove it to yourself. So show up on Friday. I can't wait to see you. And of course, see the other women speakers because it's going to be amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. And for those of you listening right now, whether you're watching after the event or before, make sure you head over to womenthrivesummit.com and check out Paige's talk. Uh, Now, if you're joining our event live, this is our annual Women Empowerment event, and you get to connect live with our speakers. So that means you'll get to attain, attend Pages Talk, as well as ask questions, interact, and many of our sessions are very interactive. So this um, is an amazing opportunity to start your journey, whether you're going through healing, whether you're wanting to um, really work on the trauma aspects of yourself, build your confidence, or you want some practical help and support around your business and personal development, all of those things are covered during a summit because we take a holistic approach to our lives, right? As you see, trauma can play so many parts in our professional and personal lives, our relationships, and many other things. So it's definitely worthwhile for you to check out to attend this event. And if you're watching this or listening to this podcast after the March 24th, um, then make sure you grab a replay because we have more than 50 amazing speakers. And when you catch a re- grab a replay access, you also get um, access to our previous summits as well, which has incredible value of hundreds of hours of incredible content to support you. Paige. How has this this journey been for you? Because we've been on this journey for the last few months and here we are just around a corner from the summit. <laughs> My goodness. It's, it is something that's beyond words. And as a writer, that means I've failed if I don't have words to explain the depth of an experience. But truthfully, we have co-created this container with these 50 incredible women for six months now, which in itself is unlike any other summit that exists on the planet, hands down. So we have been collaborating, we've been meeting weekly, we have accountability people, you know, we have been just brewing these, these uh, talks that we're about to birth. And I came in, I've shared this maybe with a couple of people, I came in with a presentation already in mind, and I scrapped it. I was like, I'm a completely different person now than I was six months ago. And the inner work is unlike anything else, just being held and being facilitated to try different things and to take risks and to grow and evolve in a group of other powerhouse women. I've never been in a women-focused group before that's focused on empowering each other. And it has illuminated so much in me and elevated me to heights that I never even knew that I needed. So I am infinitely grateful for this experience. And there's so much still in motion every single moment leading up to this summit. So I'm excited because I'm meeting my own edges just to be able to be of service to those who are ready to hear what's about to come on Friday. Oh, wow. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that and being so present in in this moment and to be able to, you know, 
be on a journey and when we start out and, uh, and as we start out with our audience for the summit I say it's a journey as it will be a journey for you to heal to um, transform from within to reach levels of new successes or new achievements it is always going to be a journey you just don't you don't get to the top of the mountain by make, taking one leap or taking one step right? you got to walk the walk. And I am so glad that you've been part of this journey, Paige, because you really embrace those steps to get there, realizing that, you know, I'm willing to go all out and willing to do whatever it takes, willing to learn and still practice and, and open my mind to new opportunities, which you've done so incredibly well. Oh, thank you so much. And I'm a student of life. So I'm reminded of times I was in school where we had our big capstone presentation or our thesis paper at the end of the semester. It's like, this is the grand finale. And yet, it's just the beginning. It's the icing on the cake. And I know so much more is coming after the summit ends. And so thank you so much for who you are, for what you do, for the light that you bring into the world. I appreciate it. And I'm, I'm really excited to see you on our stage as well as, as you say, this is the beginning for our transformation for our audience because they get to experience it and they get to go on their journey, whether seeking out for your help or just using this information in your talk to further themselves. Paige, if people feel inspired and perhaps they want to connect with you, what would be the best ways to do so? Yeah, so I am super active on social media. So my business's name, as you mentioned, Ramonda, is Inner Realm Wellness. So that's my handle on all platforms at Inner Realm Wellness for Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And then my website has a ton more information. So it's innerrealmwellness.life. So innerrealmwellness.life. So you can find me anywhere and send me a private message. I'll look forward to connecting with you. Amazing. Well, do make sure you follow all those links in the show notes available. Leave uh, feedback for this episode as well as share it with somebody else. You just don't know who might be needing this message today. And today we really unpacked a lot of powerful conversation um, in this episode today. Paige, thank you for being amazing and so transparent and here to serve our audience. I really appreciate you. I appreciate you too. Thank you so much. <laughs> To all of you listening, thank you for your time and participation. And we look forward to seeing you at the summit this year or just connecting with us through different channels that we have. Thank you so much for your time and we look forward to seeing you on another episode. Bye-bye for now. Did you enjoy this episode? Share it with the world. Make sure to also leave a review and subscribe for future episodes.